Ah, yes. High school football. Oh, how I've missed you. It was great to be back at Springfield High School last Friday night um, to watch them take home the Pitt Carroll Trophy, but it was even greater to see the atmosphere that was there. Um, you know, last year, a lot of times, you're missing out on some of some of the, the excitement of high school football. Bands weren't as prevalent. Um, and, you know, we had two marching bands there from Springfield and Greenbrier, and um, you could really just sense the energy was up. And it was great to be a part of. It was great to be there and watch it. Um, and it was a solid performance from the Springfield Yellow Jackets. Um, so we'll dive in a little bit there. This is the Connection Sports Podcast. My name is Joel Klinger. I'm the sports reporter for The Connection um, with Main Street Preps. And I'm here to kind of give you some more perspectives of of what went on last week and what could go on this week. At Springfield Friday night, it was a tight first quarter and second quarter. Um, Greenbrier got a couple stops, uh, but ultimately Springfield was just too much for them. Uh, at the end of the first half, there was a touchdown um, scored by Springfield by Lamarius Daniels that put put the deficit at 13 before halftime. Um, and you could kind of feel that that was a momentum swing there in the game. And from then on, it was just Lamarius Daniels, Lamarius Daniels, Lamarius Daniels. Um, and Daniels wasn't even supposed to be the starter. Keontes Woodard uh, is, is out right now um, with an injury. And Lamarius Daniels steps up to the plate, and he is doing very well, at least to start the season. He showed a lot of flashes preseason, but Friday night he ran the ball 19 times for 150 yards and scored four touchdowns. Um, so he's kind of he's got a little bit of everything. He's got a little bit of power, but he's also got speed to break away from defenders. Um, and it was just a really impressive performance from him and all of the Yellow Jackets. It, it seemed like Greenbrier just couldn't get off the field um, on on defense, and they couldn't move the ball on offense, and th- that's a difficult combination. Um, I talked to Coach Wilson after, and, of course, you know, we talked about the game, and we talked about um, what this meant for the team, Lamar Daniels, Devin Crenshaw's first game at quarterback, um, and we also talked about the Pitt Carroll Trophy, which – you know, dates back. And we talked about it a little bit on the podcast last week. Um, and we talked about what it meant for, for him to be able to share this experience with his guys and, and, and try to get them to understand what is the meaning behind that trophy um, and have the, the veterans come and talk to them after the game. So here's a little bit of that conversation. Uh, Coach, you know, this is a tradition you guys have done for nine years now with the Big Carroll Trophy. You know, what does it mean to bring this, this trophy home to the kids and try to, you know, explain to them what that trophy means and represents? Just to those guys talking to them right there is the, the moment which you want on your kids because we can tell them all we want to. We can bark at them all we want to. But until those guys come around with their hats, with their pins and all that stuff that's uh, so important to, to their story uh, and it's important to our two communities. And, uh, you know, for me personally – uh, Coach Thomas creating this uh, trophy, this game, this idea. And, uh, you know, me and Coach Williams were the coaches when it was started, and Coach Williams used to be my coach here. And uh, just honoring our, our military, it, it's just it's a good evening. It just sucks one person's got to lose, but all the kids here get to hear their story, so it's just a great story behind it. But that was not the only game in the county on Friday night. Uh, Joe Burns played Harpeth. Um, and defeated them 14 nothing as well, so they got another shutout victory over Harpeth. Um, we had Tyler Graves there, there to report, um, and I, I got a little bit of his audio and, and kind of hear the conversation between him and Coach Adkins. One of the points of emphasis for Coach Adkins has, has been conditioning, and it's, it's always been conditioning to a point, 
uh, you know, they're a one, a program. They, they're a small school. Um, you know, Joe Burns doesn't have as many athletes as, as other schools do. And he talks a little bit about, you know, trying to get to the point in the season where conditioning isn't as much of an issue. At the beginning of the season, you don't have as many reps and, and conditioning is going to be an issue. And that's just something you have to kind of work out. Um, but they did well enough to get a 14-0 victory. Um, there were a couple things that he would like to clean up, but ultimately a good opening win for, for Joe Burns. Uh, and here's Coach Atkins. I've been at long enough to know, you know, first two or three weeks, that's what you're going to see, okay? Because we haven't played a complete game, okay? We had one scrimmage. We lost a scrimmage because the team didn't want to come. Mm-hmm. And then we had a jamboree hat. So we haven't played a full game, okay? So I expected it, okay? And we're a 1A team. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like we're a 4 5 team where we got what, a couple of guys going both ways. I mean, we got 9, 10, several guys going both ways, okay? So I, I mean, we, we probably played about – 15, 16 players is doing the majority of the playing, okay? So we got, yeah, conditioning-wise, we got to get a lot better, okay? Because it's going to be a problem through the, another month as long as it stays warm, okay? Um, but, but I thought we made some plays. We should have made more plays in the first half. Right. I mean, we left plays on the field. Mm-hmm. What was it, half? 14 nothing. Yeah. yeah. We left plays on the field in the first yeah. half where we had shots, had people there, and we just, we just didn't complete the executing play. White House Heritage went on the road to Kentucky and actually picked up a win themselves. Um, and East Robertson went to Macon County, uh, came away with a 34-12 loss. Um, but Macon County is a 4A program that is very physical. Um, so as we look forward to this week, uh, we have games all this week. We have two intra-county rivalries or intra-area rivalries with White House and Greenbrier playing each other. Um, and Coach Elmore told me that's the longest-running rivalry in Mid-State. Um, so that's going to be a great one there at Greenbrier. We also have White House Heritage going on the road to East Robertson. I'll be at that one myself. Um, Springfield's going on the road to Clarksville. Clarksville's a 6A program, um, and that'll be a good test for Springfield because when we look at when we look at the Yellow Jackets um, district, their new region, it is a lot of Clarksville teams, and a lot of them play Clarksville and are kind of a couple of them are on the same kind of skill level um, and wavelength as Clarksville. So that should, that should be a good um, kind of sense of where Springfield is. We have McEwen and Joe Burns. Um, McEwen, obviously, the tragedy that happened in, in Humphreys County. Um, so they're coming to Joe Burns, um, and they're a 1A program. It should be a good one and, and uh, something to bring the, the community together. Um, so that should be a good one as well. We'll have we'll have reporters and photographers at all the games, um, and we'll have full coverage on the weekend. I tried to go to some girls' soccer games this week, but the weather just was not having it. Um, but there is one sport that can go on in the fall that doesn't matter what the weather is, and that is volleyball. Um, and something that I've seen with volleyball covering it last year uh, in in the region that had Portland, Macon County. Springfield, Heritage, White House, and Greenbrier, there was there was a little bit of a discrepancy of, 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 of the top and bottom of that of that district. Never everyone everyone saw it, um, and this season I, I it feels like it's slimming a little bit. I I went to see White House take on uh, Pope Prep on Tuesday, and I also went to see Greenbrier take on Heritage, and White House fought tooth and nail they had a match point for the win in the fifth set uh, but ultimately weren't able to pull it out 
but this is a sign of things to come uh, for for the Lady Devils. Their their program is building, um, and I talked to their coaches about that um, after the game. So here's me talking to White House co-coach Cassie King after the game on Tuesday. Going forward, do you feel like this is a different White House program than that, that has we been? Feel like, we feel like every year we continue to progress a little bit, a little bit more and more and more. And I think this, this younger class, this JV class, they're showing a lot of promise. Um, so we'll be graduating some seniors next year, and that's gonna, we're going to have to fill some holes in there. They've been very special, our team, so we're going to have some big shoes to fill come next year. Both teams started their region play on Thursday, and White House dropped a fifth set match again to Macon County. Um, and Greenbrier went on the road to Heritage, and those are actually the only four teams in the region. Um, and when you look at how teams finished last season, Greenbrier and White House were at the bottom in the fifth and sixth spot. Um, now, without Portland or Springfield, um, the White House Heritage is, is pretty much the favorite. Um, but White House is improving. Greenbrier is improving. Greenbrier took a set from White House Heritage and was threatening to take a couple more. Um, and that was a solid matchup as well. Uh, I talked to head coach Tori Shear after the game, and and you really see a difference on the floor, and she really sees a difference on the floor as well, but she sees even more of a difference in practice. She says that that the way that her team is performing in practice, it, it shows what they are capable of, um, and they're capable of doing a lot of things. And, and this season, it doesn't feel like there's going to be any easy district matchups for any team, um, even White House Heritage. Um, so... Despite the loss, there is still so much hope for Greenbrier this season as well. So here's Coach Shear. How much progress have you seen, and, and what are your expectations with these oh, girls? Progress. I mean, when I was watching film from last year, it was like I don't even know who those people were. Like, um, I mean, massive amounts of progress, and they they continue to make progress every week. Um, we're still extremely young. We play eight players on varsity, and four of them are sophomores. So. We're still extremely young, um, and with that comes, you know, the inexperience and the mental toughness that they still have to build. And um, so, being young has some struggles, but it has some strengths too, you know, for future. Um, but that's just something that that we've talked a lot about is that mental toughness and having grace for yourself and your teammates when they make mistakes. And I have some girls that have way more grace for their teammates than they do for themselves and vice versa. So um, just trying to balance that kind of stuff out is I feel like what you struggle with with young teams. And with that, this has been the Connection Sports Podcast. I've been your host, Joel Klinger. I am the sports reporter for the White House and, and Robertson County area. For up-to-the-date news and info, you can always follow my Twitter. It's at Joel Klinger MSP. Um, you can also find any articles and photos that I do take or have any of my freelancers take online at MainStreetPreps.com under the Robertson County section or on the Connections website under the sports section. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you out there.